Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Celebrating God's mercies. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 22 to 24. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I said to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The dictionary defines mercy as to show compassion or forgiveness towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Somebody that you have power to punish or to harm, instead of punishing that person or harming the person, you decided to forgive. That is mercy. Robert Young, on the other hand, explained mercy to be the following. Kindness, loving kindness, pity, Compassion, beneficent. The Lord God has indeed been so merciful to you and I, especially since the beginning of this year, that we are alive despite going through the valley of the shadow of death in 2020. It's a miracle. And if there's anything we need to thank God for today, if there's anything we can celebrate today, it is the fact that God has been merciful to us. Hallelujah. Has God been merciful to you? Are you sure? Can you tell your neighbor God has been merciful to me? Hallelujah. Why celebrate God's mercy? From the passage we read and other scriptures we shall be taking, we will see why. And the first reason is in that verse 22. It says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. What does it mean to be consumed? The dictionary also says it means to eat up. How many people has the year 2000 consumed? Millions. It also means to devour, to ingest, to swallow, to destroy, to demolish, to annihilate, to lay waste, to wipe out, to raise, to ravage, to ruin, 
to wreck. Look back 2020. And many people have been ruined, suffered wreck, destroyed by the year 2020. And you are still standing. You are here alive and well. Your family complete. You know, some of us here, you are still receiving promotion at work. People are falling right, left, and center, and you are still rising. And you are taking the mercies of God for granted. You think it's by your expertise or by your connection. You think it's because you can pray, you can fast. It's not of him that will it, not of him that run it, but of God who showed mercy. Even doctors died of coronavirus. And you are here. And many of us contacted coronavirus even this year without knowing. Pastors. Eh? All those encounters. Come and pray, come and pray, come and pray. And we didn't know what happened. But God kept us. Ah, Father, thank you for your mercy. It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. There are some members this year that we are afraid of. They were so healed to the point of death. And somehow, 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 they are still standing today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. Another reason why we need to celebrate God's mercy is because His mercies never fail. You see that in verse 22 also. For His compassions never fail. God's mercies is the divine joker. When every other thing fails, God's mercies will always succeed. I've come to know that when you get to the worst case scenario, I don't know what else to pray. I've come to know that the greatest prayer you can ever pray, the highest prayer you can ever pray, is the prayer, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. There's a prayer, there's a cry that God will never turn his back. And that is when you pray for mercy. You know why? Because God's name is mercy. In Micah chapter 7, the Bible says, God delights to show mercy. How many times do we pray for mercy this year? How many times? How many of us can count? Many times we keep praying, Lord, have mercy. Psalm 57. 
We can pray Psalm 57 verse 1. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. And I remember the first Sunday we prayed that prayer point here in church. We have not even finished sharing the grace when we received the news. That one of the drivers went out and had a terrible accident just by the corner here. How many of us remember that? And the mercies of God has kept us till now. His mercy never fails. Similarly, number three, we experience the mercies of God every morning. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The number fourth reason why we need to celebrate the mercies of God is because God's mercy, by it we have been spared sorrow upon sorrow. Philippians 2, chapter 25. Philippians chapter 2, verse 25 to 27. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you send to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you, and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, and almost died, but God had mercy on him. And not only on him, but also on him. To spare me what? Sorrow upon sorrow. The year itself is filled with sorrow. Several of us here even lost loved ones. But God's mercy had spared us sorrow upon sorrow. Hallelujah. On a personal note, just the same day we got to my town to get ready for my mother's burial in August, I had this dream that of another bad occurrence. And while we are sad with burial, we have to start fasting and praying again. Say, Lord, please do not add sorrow to our sorrow. And the barrier ended, everybody started returning to Lagos. One of the people that came suffered an attack on the Long Bridge. Very close pastor friend with his wife. The Fulani boys threw something to know along their path. And the vehicle was forced to stop. And they came with machet. And they started macheting my, my brother friend. Machet the wife, no, severally. Carried him at a point and threw him from the bridge down. This is Long Bridge here. They're already in Lagos. You don't know what the mercy of God has done for you this year. 
It's very easy for us to take the message of God for granted. For some of us, Thanksgiving is just come Sunday morning, drop one envelope, and you just disappear. Thanksgiving should be thanksgiving. It must be a lifestyle. God has done so much for us, especially this year. And I don't know what you can give to him that would be enough. But let's try. Number five, reason why we need to celebrate God's mercy. I alluded to it earlier, Psalm 57, verse 1. Can we turn to Psalm 57, verse 1? I want to believe that every IBC member is familiar with Psalm 57, verse 1 now. And I want us to read it together. Shall we go? Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me. For in you my soul takes refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Hallelujah. Why the world calls it COVID-19? God called it disaster. But the mercy of God had shielded us from the disaster of 2020. You know why COVID was gradually winding up its activity? It's not gone completely. And SARS came up with his attendant challenge, looting, death, all kinds of trouble in 2020, fire, explosion, everywhere. But God kept you. Hallelujah. Can you say, Lord, thank you for keeping me from the disaster of 2020? Hallelujah. We have benefited so much from the Lord because of his mercy. That's another reason why we need to celebrate the mercies of God. Turn with me to Mark chapter 5. It's a fairly long passage and I'll just read some portion. Mark chapter 5 from verse 1. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit came from where? From the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore. Not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot. But he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, 
he will cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me? Jesus, son of the most high God, swear to God that you won't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of him, you evil spirit. Jesus asked him, verse 9, What is your name? My name is Legion. He replied, For we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. You know the rest of the story. Verse 18. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you imagine what the Lord Jesus did for this man? If this man were to be in church today for thanksgiving, excuse me, how will he thank God? His case was hopeless. He's been abandoned to himself. No longer living with human beings. He was living in the tombs. Everybody in the village, no midnight, they would just hear his cry. Somebody said, we don't start again. And Jesus just came to their village. Without this man praying, without fasting, Jesus came for him and delivered him. And after his deliverance, the man just said, what am I living here for? If this man has done so much for him, I'm giving him my whole life. I'm following him. That's the best way I can show gratitude. Let me just follow him for the rest of my life. And the master said, no. What did he say to him? Verse 19, can we read together? Jesus did not let him, but said, go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you. And how what? He had mercy on you. Hallelujah. How much has the Lord, the Lord done for you this year? Praise the Lord. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 to Latif Jackandu of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 
01632048520485 For more information please visit the church website at www.ekoebaptistchurch.org